0: Srimati Karuna, the director of the Gandhi Memorial Center in Washington, D.C. I bring to you this series, Speaking of Gandhi, sharing the messages from the life of the Mahatma. Among the prayers and hymns offered at Gandhiji's ashram prayer meetings, one of his favorite hymns was Lead Kindly Light. This hymn was written by John Henry Newman in 1833. The words of the hymn were usually sung to the tune composed by John Bacchus Dykes in 1865. As a young priest, Newman became quite sick while in Italy, and he was unable to travel for some time. It was said that he sat down on his bed quite depressed, when his nurse had asked what ailed him, and all he could say was, I have work to do in England, and he ached to go home, yet he did not have a means to get home. He was kept at Palermo for three weeks, and began to visit the churches, and they calmed him somewhat, though he did not attend the services. At last, he got off in an orange boat bound for Marseille. They were becalmed for a whole week in the Straits of Bonifacio. And he said it was there that he wrote the lines, Lead kindly light. The poem was actually titled The Pillar of Cloud and was first published in the British magazine in 1834 and later republished in Lyra Apostolica, in 1836 according to the book of Exodus a pillar of cloud guided the Israelites by day during the Exodus from Egypt the pillar of cloud is traditionally paired with the manifestation of the divine presence by night as the pillar of fire which provided light this was so they could travel by day or night Gandhiji reflected on this very imagery of the pillar of cloud and fire. He said, My firm belief is that God reveals himself daily to every human being, but we shut our ears to that still small voice. He said, We shut our eyes to the pillar of fire in front of us. On February 10, 1908, Gandhiji was only a young lawyer at the time, only 38 years old, and he was cornered by a gang in Johannesburg. These individuals beat him so badly that he was unable to speak because of all the cuts and welts on his face. His friends took him to the house of a Baptist minister, Joseph Doak, and Gandhiji could only signal for a pen and paper. It is said that he wrote down these three requests. The first was about his struggle for Indian rights in South Africa. The second urged the Attorney General to release his attackers without charge. For Gandhiji had forgiven them. And the third request asked Joseph Doak's daughter, Olive, to sing his favorite hymn, Lead Kindly Light, while he rested his bruised body. Listen now as Steve Bauer reads from the very expressions of Mahatma Gandhi in relation to this beautiful hymn, Lead Kindly Light.
1: How well I remember the joy and peace and comfort that music used to give me, when I was ailing in a South African hospital. I was then recovering from some hurts I had received at the hands of some roughs who had been engaged to cripple me, thanks to the growing success of my passive resistance campaign. At my request, the daughter of a friend of mine used to very often sing to me the famous hymn, Lead Kindly Light, and how it acted like a healing balm, invariably. I still remember this song with gratitude.
0: The Reverend Charles Freer Andrews, a good friend of Gandhiji's, once described him at Phoenix Ashram in January of 1914 in the following way. Charlie Andrews wrote, The strain of a long day of unwearied ministry among the poor was over, and Mahatma Gandhi was seated under the open sky tired almost beyond human endurance, but even at such a time he nursed a sick child on his lap who clung to him with a supreme affection. A Zulu girl from the school on the hill beyond the ashram was also seated there. Gandhiji asked me to sing Lead Kindly Light as the darkness grew deeper and deeper. Even then. Though he was much younger, his frail body was worn with suffering that could never be laid aside even for a moment. Yet his spirit within was radiant when the hymn broke the silence with its solemn close. And with the mourn those angel faces which I have loved long since and lost a while. I can remember, said Charlie Andrews, how we all sat in silence when the hymn was finished, and how he then repeated to himself those two lines which I have quoted. And with the morn those angel faces smile, which I have loved long since and lost a while. Gandhiji once wrote to Venoba on March 10, 1947, the following words, which you will hear read by Steve Bauer
1: In my daily prayers, I earnestly pray to God to lead me from untruth to truth. Isn't the same idea conveyed in Lead Kindly Light? In
0: 1957, Marian Anderson, the famous American contralto, who had been touring Asia, sang Lead Kindly Light at the Gandhi Memorial in New Delhi, India. She said of Gandhiji that his life was as a beacon which shines ever bright to those who need it most. Listen once again as Steve Bauer reads the ideal and expression of this beautiful hymn in the words of Mahatma Gandhi
1: I have endeavored to study the Bible I consider it as part of my scriptures the spirit of the Sermon on the Mount competes almost on equal terms with the Bhagavad Gita for the domination of my heart I yield to no Christian in the strength of my devotion with which I sing lead kindly light and several other inspired hymns of a similar nature. God, to be God, must rule the heart and transform it. He must express himself in every smallest act of his votary. This can only be done through a definite realization more real than the five senses can ever produce. Sense perceptions can be, often are, false and deceptive, however real they may appear to us. Where there is realization outside the senses, it is infallible. It is proved not by extraneous evidence, but in the transformed conduct and character of those who have felt the real presence of God within. Such testimony is to be found in the experiences of an unbroken line of prophets and sages in all countries and climes. To reject this evidence is to deny oneself. This realization is preceded by an immovable faith, and since faith itself cannot be proved by extraneous evidence, the safest course is to believe in the moral government of the world, and therefore in the supremacy of moral law, the law of truth and love. Exercise of faith will be the safest, where there is a clear determination summarily to reject all that is contrary to truth and love we want the steady light the infallible light of religious faith not faith which merely appeals to the intelligence but a faith which is indelibly inscribed on the heart first we want to realize our religious consciousness and immediately we have done that the whole department of life is open to us and it should then be a sacred privilege of all it is faith that steers us through stormy seas, faith that moves mountains, and faith that jumps across the ocean. That faith is nothing but a living and wide-awake consciousness of God within. He who has achieved that faith wants nothing. Bodily diseased, he is spiritually healthy. Physically poor, he rolls in spiritual riches. I am fortified in the belief by my own humble and limited experience. The purer I try to become, the nearer I feel to be to God. How much more should I be when my faith is not a mere apology as it is today, but has become as immovable as the Himalayas and as white and bright as the snows on their peaks. Meanwhile I invite the correspondent to pray with Newman who sang from experience lead kindly light amid the encircling gloom lead thou me on the night is dark and I am far from home lead thou me on keep thou my feet I do not ask to see the distant scene one step enough for me
0: Though hymns, prayers, and readings from all religions had previously been included in the ashram bhajanavali, early in 1932, Lead Kindly Light assumed a special place in the ashram prayers, writes William Emelson. This was partly because of a suggestion from Verrier Elwin, an English missionary supporter, Who wanted to link his work with that of Gandhiji's, and partly because of the hymn's strong associations for Gandhiji with the Doke family in South Africa. He introduced into his ashrams the regular singing of Lead Kindly Light. From that time onwards, Hindu, Muslim, and Christian supporters of Indian independence would sing Lead Kindly Light, either in the English version or, more frequently, in the beautiful Gujarati version, Premel Jyoti, Light of Love, every Friday evening, the day of Jesus' crucifixion, as Gandhiji explained. Very soon, others outside of India adopted the practice so that there grew a worldwide fellowship, a communion party, as Gandhiji liked to call it, that would help cultivate a communion of hearts throughout the world. The idea was followed with a popular Islamic devotional song that was sung on Thursdays. The point of these hymns and prayers from different religions, Gandhiji insisted, was to show not merely tolerance, but an equal regard for all religions. The following recording is... The hymn, Lead Kindly Light, sung by Steve Bauer, with music arranged by his brother Jeffrey Hallenbauer, who led the bell choir of the Golden Lotus Temple in the melody. It was presented in the Gandhi Memorial Center for our Gandhi Jayanti observance a few years ago.
2: Be kindly light amid encircling gloom. Oh
0: to sharing with you more messages from the life of Mahatma Gandhi. As he said, my life is my message.